well, what were you expecting? A disaster after my boy coming home yesterday and me doing the laundry? Was I going to be falling apart? Did we take bets? Did we figure out? Or, ooh, ooh, we could turn AWOL zebra like into a drinking game. Like every time I say something stupid, you take a, well, then you'd be drunk by the time I finished every episode. Oh my goodness uh, gracious. I am trying to get myself together. If I sound a little loopy, it's because I am. But my husband just went off. The benefits of being an only son to parents that never thought they would have children and to parents that, I guess, probably spoiled their son rotten. My son, you know, was like, well, could we do something special for my night back from camp? Which means, you know, order something special. Order something special. I always have had a just because day or, oh, you looked at me and smiled. Let's do something fun. I've just been that kind of parent. Probably why I shouldn't have ever had children, but it's just how I treat my boy and we have fun. And I feel guilty a lot because of the illness and how much my family has had to sacrifice. So yesterday I did it. The luggage was put back up. I I supervised. I didn't put it back up in the attic. My husband did it, but I got everything emptied. I got my son to his activities. I was able to cook for my son. At 11 o'clock last night, he said, can we make a milkshake? I bounced out of bed, but then my husband was helping me walk back to the bed after. It was after I had gotten the laundry done and everything put up. My husband had come back from a job. My son had passed out, fallen asleep on the couch, and I was taking care of my family. I was having the best time. My husband came home. I was dragging. I rested. After resting, my son, you know, woke up. Ooh, milkshake. I bounced out of bed. It was incredible what a little bit of rejuvenation did to my body. Absolutely incredible. And then I just hunkered back down and barely made it. Get up this morning. My husband, you know, was diddy bopping around. He fixed the 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 drip in the bathroom faucet, was working on his truck, going off to a job. My son finally woke up and I was barely able to hold my body up. Now, what I have realized, when you release fascial adhesions and say like my foot wasn't working properly, my ankle wasn't going up and down properly, my shoulder wasn't used to working. So when you start doing activities, probably before you're ready to do the activities and things like that, and you don't move properly, your body's not ready. Well, I got rid of an adhesion that was in my plantar fasciitis, and every step that I was taking with my left foot, I was going, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I have not felt my toes working. I feel the floor. This is incredible. And of course, I overdid it. We've only been together, what, 200 and some episodes now? You know me. I overdid it. So today I'm all sore. 
my hands can barely move. I, at some point, you know, my writing became difficult. So I had to get one of those big old balls to put on your, uh, that's what she said. I had to get this big old ball to put on my pen. Drinking it. You could have taken a shot right then and there. That's what she said. Take a shot. Boom. There you go. Or a pain pill or whatever your fancy is. Toke it up. Whatever you got to do. Just jolly away. So my hands are starting to hurt and the palms, but not on the inside, on the outside. So on the top of my hands, but it just aches. It's a deep ache. It's really, really weird. But I don't know if it's from overuse or what. My shoulder feels like I slept on it, but I didn't because I sleep flat on my back. I'm used to being Emma's pillow. I've lied down and put myself and laid in the bed for 22 hours straight. And Emma has been right there with me and not moved because I've been stuck in bed at times. So I know not to move. I do not move. I was also lazy. You know, as a kid, my mom was like, eventually, you have to make your bed. So in the morning when I got up, so I wouldn't have too much of a bed to make, I would sleep without moving. So all I'd have to do was lift the pillow and pull the comforter and the sheet up and my bed was made. So laziness got me to where I learned to sleep without motion. Okay. So I know I didn't sleep on my shoulder, but I feel like I've been crushed on my left side. I got up to take my first step because my son was like, let me brush my teeth and I'll be ready to eat. And I'm like, okay, just wake me up <laughs> when you're done. So he comes in to get me. I take my first step. It feels like, I don't know, that I had something crush my foot. My left foot was just so overused. It just did not feel good. All things that you can push through and get through. I'm not complaining about them. I'm just letting you know what my body was feeling like with the aftermath of putting everything up. Well, get up. We make another milkshake. I make a smoothie because I'm trying it out because I, I want to create the lime slurpee of my youth. So I've been trying to figure it out. We got this machine on sale and I had coupons and discounts. So I was so excited. So I put ice in it. And I put some lime stuff in it, trying to make me a little lime drink. I spoke to a friend of mine that's going to be on the podcast soon, Anne Marie. I can say her name now because she's agreed to do it. And I'm so excited. But I felt the need. I needed to speak with her. And she's the moderator of another big EDS group, uh, bigger than ours, our little HEDS, HSD group, and the fascinating AWOL Zebra. I mean, we've got like 10,000 people in the groups that I admin. Her group has 30,000 plus. So uh, I keep up with her. She's a fascinating woman. And... It's interesting to learn things from her, and I value her friendship, and then now we end up, you know, finding out that, okay, we both admin groups, and I, I learn things from her so I can be a better moderator, because I feel it's very important that you don't just see one side. You know, I need to be able to see both sides, and she's been wonderful at helping me do that, but I... I found her just like I do many people that I connect with. 
I appreciated and valued how she took care of her body. And I knew that she was once down and has gotten herself better. And she still has days where she has little setbacks. So those are the people that I feel are real. That's why I told you, like Allie, that I want to bring on. I know that she was in bed for, you know, for for a long time, a few years ago. And I know that she had setbacks, but she's gotten herself better with these supplements. But I've also known her over the course of knowing her for a year that she's had days where she's ended up in bed. It's not like those programs where people, and this is just my big pet peeve, where people come to you trying to sell you on their apps and their modalities and things like that, but you never see them down. I just find it so hard to believe that you have this illness and you never have a setback. So I follow the individuals that do their own methodology that kind of, you know, that I consider them part of the AWOL zebra family because they've gone off and set their own paths to treatment. And that's what I look for. And that's why I like to interview people because I like to learn from individuals. And that's how I found Anne Marie was that I liked something she did in a post. And, you know, for me to be doing anything on Facebook and to find anybody that I like, that's a rarity for me and be able to, to push the right buttons to get to her is great. But I, I related to something that she posted and she, that's my son. He's back. <laughs> Sounded like the, ah, oh, the caveman. Ah, oh, and the teen angels. That was the Fred Flintstone, the spinoff from Fred Flintstone with Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. That's what he sounded like, but he's gaming. But anyway, my son's back, so you'll hear him in the background every now and then. Then my husband will be back home soon because he's going to pick up the, the food. But what I love about Anna Marie was that I was admiring what she had posted because I could relate. And it was about the occipital nerve and, and things about your neck and her dysautonomia and things like that. And then come to find out she was the admin of this big group. I believe karma has a lot to do with things in life. And, you know, what goes around comes around. And I didn't know that she was the admin of a big group. I didn't know anything about her except I liked what she posted. So that's how I find the people that I will take things from so I can learn, like the supplements. I got some supplement ideas from Allie, and I'm, you know, trying those out, you know. She didn't sell them to me. She just told me what she was doing, and I'm like, okay, this woman was down, and now she's up taking trips, chaperoning trips that require flying to different states and living life and doing volunteer work. I want to know what she's taking. Anne-Marie, I'm like, I like what she posts about. Then come to find out she's the admin of a big group and she's successful in her career. She had, you know, a horse rescue or something like that. She's a fascinating woman. But all I knew was that I liked her post. And then I found out all these other things. So I believe that when you're a sincere and a real genuine person, that what you put out comes back is what, what I look at it. I just wish the heck I could figure out all the money I'm putting out, how to get that back. <laughs> I don't play the lottery, but I got to figure it out, right? 
got to figure it out. But I'm on a high. Even though I'm not in the best physical condition, I can push through some of the things today. I'm trying to take it somewhat easy because I've got a dental appointment tomorrow for my six-month appointment. And they failed to call in my amoxicillin because I have to take amoxicillin because I have the titanium shoulder. I called them on Friday and said, you still haven't called it in for me. And they said, oh, we'll call you back. Well, they never called me back. And then I got a message today reminding me of my 11 o'clock physical therapy appointment with peak physical therapy and I had to call Sasha Diggs to let him know in the message, if you recollect, when I canceled my appointment last week, 20 hours before instead of 24 hours before, you told me that you were going to charge me $50. It was at that point that I canceled every appointment. And by the way, I was going three times a week until the end of the year. Okay, so I'm like, you lost a patient over $50, and I was getting at the point that I was going to be at self-pay. We're not made of money. We give up things like eating out and things of that nature. So this is a rarity for us, and so I'm excited about eating out and this for my son and all of this. But I called to let them know, Sasha Diggs, that I canceled my appointment, all of my appointments, even though... This is the only place 14 minutes away that could offer me help. But I got injured doing the hip raises on his watch, and it took me down for two weeks and physically just messed me up. I said, I have a rare genetic disorder or disease, whatever. And it's not like I cancel a lot. I'm scheduled three times a week. I am at the point that I'm going to have to pay out of pocket they cancel on me at the last minute there is no recourse i cancel on them 20 hours instead of 24 hours in advance and they charge me 50 dollars. the dental office doesn't call in my antibiotics what am i going to do i'm supposed to take them an hour before the appointment the appointment's at nine our pharmacies aren't open by eight it's not going to happen so it's just another bump in the road of this illness. And that's one of the things that we have to deal with. And it gets frustrating one thing after another. But what I'm just on the high about is my son's back home. I did these things. Yes, I took a little step back, but it's okay. I'll get through this. I'm getting a great response on the interviews that just came out. Thank you, Annika. Thank you, Kim. Anne-Marie has now agreed. Uh, we're going to figure out maybe how to do something visually as well. Uh, I was looking at a YouTube channel, but uh, seriously, I can barely operate the groups that I admin, and which, remember, were by mistake with the exception of the fascinating AWOL zebra that I started out with and then the other zebra group which i started because people were asking about it somebody in my group was asking or our, i feel bad saying my group but our groups asking me you know about you know there needs to be something for people that have triggers with eating disorders and this that and the other and i said i'll do the best i can to moderate and and to to ask people to do content warnings and stuff but 
I started the other zebra group because other people were asking about their spouses and what, you know, was there a group for them? And I just got so many messages about it that I felt obligated to do it with the intent that my husband was going to admin it, which hasn't really come to fruition yet, but, you know, he's working seven days a week and, you know, and there's not much going on there. It's growing, but I can't start another group. I really can't. And I don't think I would do it justice. So if there is anybody out there that, you know, wants to start, you know, a a group for people with this illness, with eating disorders, I guess there is a window of opportunity out there that you can help people. I just, I wish I could, but I can't. But I'm so grateful because I don't understand how the Facebook and stuff works. The Twitter. My husband came home last night to tell me that the Twitter is no more. And I said, well, that's good because I never knew where it was. I couldn't twit if I had to. I was going to say twat, but I don't think twat's proper. I think twat's sexual or something or a body part or something like that. It has something to do with sex, a twatter or something. But we don't want to twat. We want to twit. But we don't twit anymore because twittering, I guess, is no more. And I was like, that's good. That's that little bird thing, right? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, well, what's that hashtag thing? Because Holly Marie's been trying to help me do hashtag AWOL Zebra. I've been doing that. I did it, but then I stopped doing it because I don't know what it does. And where does it go when you do that little number sign in AWOL Zebra? Where, what does it mean? And I kept getting things from Facebook going, you're close to a thousand. I'm like, I don't understand. I really don't. So the Twittering is now gone. So I can Twitter no more. Well, I never Twitted before. So I don't twit and I don't twat, or is that bad? And I, I'm still trying to figure out the Instagram, but I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to educate people about fascia. And I'm so excited because Fashioning AWOL Zebra is the group that I started before I ended up becoming the, you know, the admin for the HEDS, HSD group totally by accident. But I'm, I, I take it so seriously now that I've gotten this position. I feel like I've got a sash and a crown and a scepter. Now that I have this position, I will do all I can. Because I'm telling you, I asked the woman, it was Janelle Gray. I asked her, I said, well... How do you do this and where do you do that? As soon as she gave me the keys to the kingdom, and I just call it that because it sounds cute, but it's it's nothing, you know. As soon as she did it and I asked her those questions, I never heard from her again. <laughs> and she just, boom, that was it. So I got this group and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. At the same time, I was like, I wanted to introduce everybody to the world of fascia. Well, I'm just so thankful because... People are now posting and fascinating AWOL Zebra questions and asking things. That's been my dream, that I wouldn't be the only one posting. It was my dream that people would be interested or be willing to post questions that you can't really do in other groups because it's not focused on fascia. And so it's happening. People are asking questions. We now, and I know there's way more, but we're in 16 countries now. This little podcast that I started on my own that I'm doing right now from the bed as Emma's pillow until my husband gets back with dinner, 
I, I'm so thankful. And it, it means so much to me. And as I've said, it's like my medication to get up and do this power or to just do the podcast from the bed, from the tub, wherever. Doing it is a commitment for me every day. And that's my medicine. And the fact that I'm getting responses from individuals and people are asking to be on the podcast, just, I, I'm so humbled and I'm so thankful. And I feel like it, it's, I just, I'm just so thankful that people that I wanted to get on the program, you know, Axel Bolin, the fascia guy creator, being on the program was a big deal. Individuals that aren't writing books but are just wanting to share their life story are asking to come on the program. People that I know have gotten better doing certain things and that have the ability to explain it, the occipital nerve and things like that, Anne-Marie, are asking or are willing to be on the program. And this is such a high for me. This is better than any drug. And it's because of you taking the time to listen and helping us grow. And I know I keep getting it, hearing it from people. You should be doing subscribers. You're not making any money doing it. I believe that it will all come around. I have been wanting people to be on the program since I started it. I started it in December. And the fact that we're in 16 countries now with really no advertising because you can't really promote in, in groups and things like that you know, you, you, because people look at it like you're selling things. But I'm just trying to let people know that this is your opportunity to share on the podcast what you can't share in Facebook. There are certain words I can't, and see, I feel like my pelvis is trying to go to the side. I'm like, okay, keep up my posture. I'm all freaked out because I felt like I burnt that bridge with physical therapy, and I'm worried about my posture. But I know it's a fascial issue. I'll get there. Don't stress it. Because I'm always worried about burning bridges. But the fact that we're in the 16 countries, the fact that individuals that I think could help other people in ways that I cannot. And I get an opportunity an opportunity to learn from individuals when they're on the episodes with me. It's just everything I've been wanting has come to fruition. And I'm not charging subscriptions. No, not making money hand over fist. That's not happening. But it will all come. I believe that it will all come around full circle, full coterie, karma. It will all happen. And that's thanks to you because you come back each and every day and listen. I'm shocked as I'll get out that anybody did. And I'm so grateful. And I can't wait to share the individuals that are coming up on the podcast with you. I've got a mother and daughter. I mean, I, 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 you know, they're coming, you know, I think the world of Janie Elizabeth. I met her through Facebook. She was doing a survey for high school 
and she just got her learners and everything. I'm so excited for her. But she is willing to come on and talk about life as a teenager with this illness and her mother because I want to get their perspective. A gentleman I've invited, but I hadn't heard back from him yet. He posted in the other zebra group. And every now and then you'll see when somebody does a post, I'll say, you know, if I find it compelling or they have a message, I'm like, I'd love for you to share it on the podcast. I'm getting nothing for this. I'm not trying to bombard people or make them feel uncomfortable. I just want people to know that they have a place they can share their story. You know, on Facebook, you have to worry about offending other people with certain languages. Like I learned Fanny doesn't mean the same thing in the United States as it does in other places. So I I learned these things. And on Facebook, you have to worry about being flagged. And there's so many other things that you have to watch out for. You can't vent the way you might really want to vent. That's another reason for the podcast. You can do whatever the heck you want to when you're on here with me. Vent. Do whatever you need to do. Get it out. Share. And then when somebody messages you and they say, Oh my goodness gracious, I totally get where you're coming from. This just happened to me the other day. Thank goodness you shared your story. That's an awesome feeling. You feel validated and you feel like, wow, I can sit back and relax now because I know I'm not the only one. So I'm just totally on a high, chemically induced, I guess, through the hormones in my body or the, is it the cortisol or the whatever's going through my body, the endorphins and everything because my child is home. The laundry is done. I'm down, but not so far. People are posting. Watch all this just go to hell in a handbasket tomorrow. (laughs) I'll have like 50 people leave the group. Who knows? But right now, let me enjoy this high and share it with me, please, because you're part of this. It's, It's just so exciting to me that I wanted to take the opportunity to make sense of this illness. Like, why in the hell did this have to happen? Why did my son have to grow up as a young, young child on the weekends instead of going to the park, sit in bed and watch Doctor Who and eat pizza with his mother? You know, there has to be some rhyme or reason. I have to be able to make sense of all of this. And if it's somehow, I can't listen to my child, if I can somehow make a difference and help other individuals not feel alone, maybe learn a hack. Oh, I'm so excited. I just was introduced to a new group today and they've got EDS life hacks and I, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm going to learn about that. And hopefully I can get somebody willing to be on the program to give us tips. I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm down. I'm a little tired. I'm slurring a little bit as we go further on. But, ha! Yay! It's... We're going to get better together. 
I truly believe that. If we didn't share, we wouldn't know. And we have to make a difference. I'm just bound and determined that I have to do something good because of all of the bad that came or that has come, that is still coming. That's what she said. See, take a shot. With this illness, there has to be some positives, dadgummit. I'm bound and determined to find them. And that's just, again, many, many, many thanks to you for coming back each and every day. I I just, I'm, I'm just thankful. I'm not speechless. Does that, <laughs> think, I mean, I was speechless and that's when I went to speech therapy because I was bound to determine that it would never happen again. But I am just so deeply humbled that somebody like me that gave up Facebook because I spent 20 minutes on it years ago and thought that's 20 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. I couldn't give uh, tickets away with a promotion at the radio station because they made us do Facebook. I couldn't give tickets away. But a girl could get 5,000 likes. It's a beautiful day and I've gone outside to wash my Jeep. And all these comments and thumbs up and all these gifts or emojis or whatever they are. All those things that move that you send or memes or memes or whatever they are. All of these things. And I couldn't give away tickets. So I gave up Facebook. So me being fired from the radio station again. Those of us that have been fired that work in radio, the way we get over it is by saying you never truly make it until you're fired (laughs) in radio. That means you're going to be a success. So the fact that I've been able to start a podcast, thank you, Spotify for podcasters. The fact that I can do it from my bed and I can't leave my house to go to work. I can't get on the air anywhere. I gave up that dream of mine once it was taken away, when I lost my voice and my ability to walk. My dreams have never gone away. My desires have never gone away. Just the abilities were taken away from me. So I had to figure out, as ridiculous as it sounds, how to make lemons into lemonade. How to make me some lime slurpee when 7-Eleven no longer slurps up the lime slurpee. So I'm like crushing up ice, putting limes in it, trying to make my own way. Because I don't care much for this, not the lemonade. I like the limeade. So that's right. We go to a beat of a different drum. That's why we're AWOL zebras. That's right. We're starting the AWOL zebra, the fascination. That's what we're doing. Oh, I feel like I'm stone cold. Oh, I feel like the WWE. The memories are all coming back. I feel like it. I'm standing in the middle of the ring. 
and everybody's cheering and we're gonna make a difference it does not matter if you cannot walk if you cannot talk it doesn't matter if the doctors have told you no you're gonna make a difference you are going to walk you are going to talk you are going to find a doctor that listens to you just think that way okay i've lost it i don't know if it's because i haven't taken a breath there's not enough oxygen going to my brain but I am, I hear you, Emma. She's like, oh, I can't take it anymore. But I do, I have my breath book right here. The New Science of a Lost Art, James Nestor. I keep looking at it, I, I read through it, I tussle through it every now and then, going, oh, I'm going to make a difference, I'm going to read it. And then, you know, I slept one night with my mouth taped shut, trying to make myself breathe through my nose. I did all that. I know somewhere in all this craziness, we are going to make a difference. Again, tomorrow's another day, but I'm not going to think that 50 people are going to leave the group. I don't know why that number stuck on me. It's like when you talk about being overweight, you're like, I've just got that 30 pounds, that last 30 pounds. I just gained that 30 pounds. So for some reason, 50 stuck in my head. But I'm bound and determined to make a difference. I'm bound and determined to share with you individuals that are real people that aren't just selling you a gimmick, that aren't just selling you their path to a better life for them, but you've never seen them down. I'm bringing to you people that, I mean, if they're selling anything, I mean, and you buy it, that's on you. But that's one of the benefits on the podcast. Like like with Anna Kavligan. She hasn't written her book yet. But if you choose to buy it, that's you. It wasn't forced upon you. I'm not going to get any proceeds from it. I'm sure she'll make money for it. Good for her. But you chose to listen. You chose to stop on this station and listen. It wasn't, you know, something you had, you know like a choice on that's that's the problem with like this facebook thing people you know don't like reading posts where it, they get triggers or they don't like being sold something when they're looking for help to be able to help their child and things like that that's why there's so much monitoring done in groups that are run properly and and you know and if it's a group that's going to sell you anything you know they have like a business page and things like that that you know there's just certain things to look for but I just, I just bring all this up because the podcast is your freedom is your chance to get it out is to share your well now we're not gonna sit there and bash people I'm not bashing Sasha Diggs I'm bummed I even did on his my biggest pet peeve was that I had a complaint he didn't call me didn't respond until he got a one star on his Google ratings that were all five stars. My chiropractor, that's the same thing. When I had a chiropractor, I was doing acupuncture. He never responded to me and then tried to say when I gave him a one star because he valued the five stars. He's responding to everybody that gives him five stars. They can't handle that one star rating. People like that, they just can't. So the fact that he couldn't respond to me until after he got the Google rating bums me out. But I put wonderful things about him. I thought he was wonderful. I thought the whole practice was great. But the fact 
that I wasn't worth speaking with until I damaged his rating, I think is wrong. But I'm not here to bash people. I'm just telling you my experiences with individuals. So this is your opportunity. If you want to share that, you know, you had a great experience somewhere or you had a bad experience somewhere and you're looking for the positive you know, answer to come out of this. I mean, please do. If you want to share what it's like raising a child with this, if you want to share what it's like being the partner of someone with this, you know, this isn't what you signed up for, but this is what you've learned. I mean, there's just so many things that I hope this podcast can bring to individuals that I didn't even think about. So I'm just really excited. Yes, I'm momentarily kind of disheveled because I did a little bit much yesterday. I'm going to eat when my husband gets home and go right back to bed so I can get ready, hopefully, for a dental appointment that I'm going to have somehow tomorrow. I'm going to uh, catch up on my messages. I'm just excited. I'm just excited that you are so very kind to come back and listen every day. And I'm so thankful for the individuals that are wanting to come on. I appreciate the messages that I get from individuals where they don't necessarily want to come on the podcast, but, oh, my husband's home, but they want to get their story out. I'll do that as well. Son, it's time to eat. I'm finishing up the podcast. So, there you have it. This is our chance to make a difference. Thank you for helping me make this possible. Told you we figure it out without subscriptions, right? We're going to make a difference. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.